0: G'day. I'm Andrew Griffiths, Australia's number one small business author, and I'm here to introduce you to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast by the one, the only, Amanda Fisher, the cash flow queen. In this weekly podcast, Amanda's going to be talking about all things business with a particular focus on unscrambling the numbers and understanding the cash flow in your business. So if you're ready to create more profit, reduce your stress, Sit back and relax as the cash flow queen helps you to start seeing through the numbers.
1: Hi. It's never too early to plan for Easter. I know. We've just had Christmas, holidays, New Year, and now we're talking Easter. But then there's already the hot cross buns in the supermarkets. So maybe it's not so silly to start planning for Easter. School holidays, vacation, and the fact that often for some businesses around Easter, and we've also got Anzac Day around that as well, that business takes a bit of a a downturn. Those four days of, you know, the extra public holidays, we lose two. Australia, we lose the third public holiday in April, and April is often a month there that our revenue takes a bit of a dip. So what plans have you got in place to make sure that your Easter is going to be stress-free? You need a cash flow forecast, you know, a short-term one, the one, the 12-week, maybe 16-week type process where you're looking at what income's coming in week by week, what money's going out. You know, maybe you can do it monthly depending on your business, but take it out through Easter and into May. And what does that look like? How can you make sure that you're squirrelling a bit of money away so that when your income dips in April, you've still got the money in the bank to pay the bills and keep yourself going? And, of course, there is a flow-on effect if you're invoicing and being paid later because, you know, if you've got three less working days in the month, there's three less Selling days, unless you're in retail, but I'm talking mainly about those in service businesses. If you're in a service business, you'll shut down, your staff won't be working, you won't get that level of productivity, the hours in that month that you get in other months. And so it is always a lower income month. How are you going to make that work? Because the money often won't come in until May or perhaps June. So there is a flow on effect also, not only in what you're not invoicing you know what you're not earning, but when you get paid, so planning that out, thinking that through looking at the revenue, when does the revenue you know what's your revenue now and off and for a lot of people, we're still gearing up again after the end of the holidays, your schools are back, and we're gearing up following on from potentially if you didn't plan for the Christmas January break that you've got a poor cash position to start with? So how can you make sure that you're ramping up your revenue, that you're increasing your profits, so that you do have the cash flow to run you through those Easter holidays? And of course, if you're going to take holidays and, and you know take time out of work as well to be with the family, what does that look like? Have you got the funds to pay for that holiday or to pay for you not to be at work being productive at work. A whole lot of different variables in place, but it's never too early. And in my mind, really, we shouldn't just be planning for Easter, you should be planning now for Christmas and January holidays next year as well. It's a long term plan, it's looking at your cash flow, how to holiday proof your business for all the holidays, making sure that when you're working out. How much money you need to be earning, and what that revenue line leads to look like that you take into account these slower months, which you know for us in Australia that's usually to so say December January in terms of sales, April can be if uh, if it's got Easter and Anzac in it, and June July can sometimes be a bit a bit funny for some businesses, some you can do really well in June as people try to sell spend their budgets if you're dealing with that kind of business uh, before the end of the financial year. So you can sometimes end up with a big cash flow injection in June. For others, they've run out of money and they can't spend until July, so June's poor. And then, of course, they you invoice July, but then they don't pay you until August, so you end up with a, another couple of months when things aren't looking quite so good. So what does that look like in your business? Have a good, hard look at how... You know the ebbs and flows. If you've been in business for a few years, you know which months are the tough months for you, and how how tough they are. How much revenue do you drop? That didn't come out. How much revenue do you drop down in those months? What you know? What does that look like? How, do you lose ten percent? Do you lose forty percent? Do you lose fifty percent? Do you have enough to cover your expenses and you're just missing out on profit or do you not have enough money in those months to cover expenses which means your break even in the other months needs to be higher so that you're saving money for those tougher months. We all have it. Cash flow is an up and down little roller coaster ride and the aim is to try and make it a less scary roller coaster ride. The big highs and the massive drop downs might be fine on a roller coaster if you like that kind of thing. Personally, I don't, but that's okay. I get too scared. Yeah, there you go, I've said it. Um, but in business, you really don't want to go through that emotional high and low like a roller coaster ride, where it's yes, this is fantastic, got all this money in the bank. And then a few months later, you're tearing your hair out, keep staying awake at night, stressing and worrying about the fact you don't have the money to pay the wages or the rent or the taxes or whatever it is, bills, whatever. Um, And it's not, it's just not, just not pleasant, just not pleasant at all. And you don't want to be putting yourself in that situation, not if you can plan a little bit more carefully. So that you don't put yourself in that position. That's what it's about. It's about putting a plan in place. It's about thinking in advance and not just lurching from one day to the next, but really planning out the 12 months. And it doesn't matter when you start your planning out your 12 months, the sooner the better. But the moment you start planning out that 12 months and realizing how you need to. You know, make hay when the sun shines, as the farmers used to say and probably still do. Uh, You know, how can you make as much money as you can and put money aside in the good months so that your not-so-good months for whatever the reason is that you're not good, uh, you've got funds there to cover. You know, I've had some businesses that are so seasonal that they make all their money in the summer and they just kind of are in a holding pattern through the winter because that's the nature of their business. And they know that. They know they need to work hard. You know, they get all the extra staff on. They do everything they can to make as much as they can in those summer months. And then when it starts to dwindle off, they cut out all their casual staff. They drop down their hours. They drop down the overtime, whatever it is. They cut back their staff to the bare minimum and keep it in kind of a bit of a holding pattern. Uh, whilst they, you know, survive uh, through the winter months until they then thrive again in the summer. And whilst that's one way of doing business and, you know, I mean, obviously they also do a lot of marketing to try and get more business in those winter months. So, yeah, there's certainly an opportunity to do other things in that in that period of time, for some people, it's it's just not possible. It, it, no matter what you do, it's not going to make a big difference. So you need to work out how you can make enough money in the good months to cover through those bad months, and still pay money home for yourself, still pay your wages, still pay all your bills, obviously, but pay you and have money left and a profit. That's what you're aiming for.
0: Thanks for tuning into the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast show with Amanda Fisher. Clearly, Amanda's mission is to help business owners just like you to read and understand your business numbers. As well as this fantastic weekly podcast, Amanda has published a pile of books, created online courses, and she runs one-to-one and group mentoring sessions and workshops. To find out more about how you can work with Amanda Fisher, go to www.amandafisher.com.au. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss a single episode. And Amanda would love it if you left a great review. So until next time, make those numbers count.